0: Hi, welcome to episode 507 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. And if I could invade and take over one country, it would be... Georgia. And I would take the capital city, Tbilisi, and rename it Atlanta. And I'd rename all the cities in the country after cities in the state. And it would totally be like a bizarro Georgia. Today, it's Fantastic Four 507. AKA Volume 3, Number 78, from January 2004. Authoritative Action, Part 5, by Mark Wade and guest artist Howard Porter. So the Fantastic Four have taken over Latveria, kind of their authoritative action, but guess who doesn't respect their authority? Nobody! That's Sue. The UN has a bunch of armies, including the Americans on the border, ready to kick the FF out of the country, and put Reed on trial for treason. Sue is trying to keep people back with a force field, but Nick Fury is there and tells her that she can't put up a force field around the entire country. Well, all she really has to do is put a force field on the side where the Americans are. I don't think they need to worry too much about the Hungarians on the other side. Sue turns herself, Ben and Johnny, invisible, and the army is about to open fire, but Nick Fury tells them to hold back, hold off for a bit. Since when does Nick Fury give orders to the army? Does the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. have the authority over the army? Back with Reed, he's got some kind of plan up his sleeve, cause he left a note to his wife saying that soon he'll be dead. I guess he's gonna blow up the castle? It looks like he's about to push a big orange button. Either it's the castle blow up button, Or maybe he's just going to call room service and order dinner. He does have a flashback, a memory to when he was in college, and Ben is telling him to eat once in a while. Hey, maybe it is the room service button is causing this flashback. And in another flashback, Johnny's working on Reed's car, telling him that he found his ping. That ping being Reed's best friend, Ben, I guess. And in a third flashback, Sue is pregnant, about to give birth to Franklin and she asks Reed if he wants a boy or a girl, and he says it doesn't matter as long as they have a good life. I'm guessing that having his son dragged off to hell for a while doesn't meet his idea of a good life for his child. His finger gets closer and closer to the orange button, and he pushes it. He says to himself, We did have a good life. I don't know what comic he's been reading, but their lives have mostly kinda sucked. After hitting the button, the teleporter zaps Reed away, ...and a self-destruct goes off... ...and you know what that means... ...it's time for my favorite sound effect... ...I turn the page and... Uh, ...no boom. We find ourselves in hell... ...and Victor Von Doom... ...not in his armor... ...but with his leather mask... ...is being tortured by demons... ...one of them says to Doom... ...cry for us... whimper for our master... ...Mephisto. So... ...is this confirmation that Mephisto... ...is... ...Satan... I was always a little unclear about that. If they were one and the same and all. I guess they are. Which makes that whole thing with Spider-Man seem even worse. Suddenly, Victor starts to fade away. He's being teleported. And he appears in a room. This dome-shaped room, with reed. And it's a weird room filled with all kinds of images from the past, all over the wall. Which looks like a cut-and-paste job of panels from previous issues. Mostly the work of Jack Kirby even though on the credits page, I don't see any acknowledgement of there being Jack Kirby's artwork in this issue. Maybe Howard Porter just drew them all in a Jack Kirby style. Reed makes a comment that now, Doom is in a worse place than hell. They look like they're in a Jack Kirby museum. So I doubt Doom is scared. Reed says they're in a Mobius dimension, which he invented a few years ago. Doom runs out of one door, and he enters through another door on the other side of the room. Reed says they're trapped there forever, with no way out. This sounds like one of Reed's worst ideas ever. So the time is up, and back in Latveria, Nick Fury and the armies rush into Latveria, and they head toward Castle Doom. Back with Reed and Doom, they trade some insults, and Reed mentions the fact that Doom can transfer his mind into other people's bodies, and invites him to take over his... So I was wrong a couple of episodes ago when I thought that Doom had already transferred his mind into Reed. He hasn't done so yet. Doom insists that there has to be some way out of this room and he will find it. Because Reed would never come there and leave his family behind forever. Reed says that's not true. He's there to stay, to serve as Doom's jailer for a long time, like, forever. Or at least until the end of the issue, that would be my guess. Reed says... You win, Victor. You finally succeeded in separating me from everything I love. And leaving me... Only hate. I know how he feels. I felt the same way when they cancelled He Haw. Reed is not taking the scarred-up face thing very well. He uses his long, stretchy arms to pick up Dr. Doom and ram him into the ceiling. He tells Doom that he admires some of his plans, like... Using a machine for interdimensional travel. But he screwed up in trying to travel to the afterlife... His machine was unable to harness the energies he tapped, and from then on, there was no redeeming Dr. Doom. Basically, Reed is having one of those, I told you so, moments. Back to the time they were in college, Doom recognizes that Reed has become a raving lunatic, and he laughs. Reed asks why, and Doom tells him, This is your prison. I am your jailer. Reed points out all the images on the walls, of Dr. Doom causing trouble then why aren't we revisiting my sins he asked. aren't we? Doom replies Reed tells him that his mind games won't work he couldn't release him even if he wanted to but the rest of the FF have other ideas Johnny, Sue and Ben come busting into the room did Reed really think that the FF would just try not to find him they did find him rather quickly though didn't they Sue's on a, Sue's on a roll lately with finding people very quickly. Reed yells at them to get out before Doom can escape through the portal. They're like, uh oh. And in Latveria, the citizens see the army coming, and they know they've come to take Reed out of power. And some of them don't like it. This one woman runs out into the street, and surprisingly, she doesn't get shot. I guess that's one of the advantages of being white, is that you don't get shot immediately when you run toward people with guns. They check her out to see if she's cool. She screams at Nick Fury, asking why they're removing Richards from power. Nick says they have no choice. She calls... What the hell's the deal with this music? She calls them hypocrites for allowing Doom to hide behind diplomatic immunity for all these years. And when a nice, decent guy comes in to run the country, they want to take him out. A crowd gathers around the army dudes, and they start chanting, Leave us be! Leave us be! Of course, didn't they establish a few issues ago that Latvians don't speak English? So how do the army guys and Nick Fury even know what they're talking about? The armed forces storm the castle, and in the room with a teleporter, they find all four members of the Fantastic Four laying there on the floor, looking pretty groggy. They get to their feet and they look around at the army guys, who tell the FF that they're under arrest for acts of international terrorism. International terrorism? Where the hell did they get that from? I find it hard to believe that the U.S. government of 2003 would help go after the FF for invading a country. When it comes to Americans invading a country, you would think that Bush and Cheney would be like, right on. The FF don't seem too concerned. Reed is more worried about finding where Dr. Doom went. The armed soldiers decide it's time to take some shots at the FF with their big laser guns. So when a guy starts to say, fire... Their guns go off, but their lasers are redirected by some kind of invisible force field, redirecting right their laser shots right back into their chest, killing three men. It's pretty shocking to see Sue kill these people, who were just doing their jobs. But the issue ends with Sue saying, I always said that Susan was more powerful than the three of you put together. Oh, so that's where Doom is hiding. He's entered Susan Richards! Oh, the submariner would be so jealous. That's what he's been wanting to do for years. And that is the end of the issue. Coming next time, how will the FF defeat the Invisible Doctor? How will the Fantastic Four get out of this whole treason mess? I guess in this case, their lucky Doom came back. And how will Doctor Doom react when he finds out that his castle has been looted and vandalized? Probably won't be too happy about it. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott, at podcastff, and you can download other episodes of iTunes or find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over.